set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is strong as death. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is strong as death. These words that the choir sang earlier in their beautiful anthem by René Clausen come from the Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 6 in the Hebrew Bible. And the Song of Solomon is all about love and its power. And that, I think, is what Jesus teaches us through his life, death, and resurrection. Jesus was a prophet and a teacher of love and justice, but what elevates his teachings is that they've lasted beyond death almost 2,000 years now. Despite persecution and torture, he lived a life of love, justice, and peace. And death did not end the impact of that life. In fact, if the intention was to kill Jesus' influence on society, the opposite actually became true through his crucifixion. We learn in the New Testament that the giant boulder before Jesus' tomb was rolled away and that his body was gone and that he later appeared to Mary Magdalene, the disciples and others, resurrected. I like to think of Jesus' story of resurrection as a metaphor for the love that we give in life being more powerful than death. Love cannot be locked in a cave behind a boulder. It's a parable illustrating that no matter the suffering and struggles we undergo, love has the power to remove the boulder from our spirits so we emerge healed and stronger, continuing to radiate love. Now, my friends, there is so much death and destruction surrounding us these days. From the daily horrors of genocide in the Ukraine and other wars around the world, to mass shootings in our own country. From the impact of COVID, of climate devastation, of continued oppression and injustices all around, there is death and destruction everywhere. But even in those worst places of devastation, seeds of hope, life, and love continue to push through. Spring will come, no matter what. People's memories and spirits, their love will live on in the hearts of their beloveds and friends. My friends, love is stronger than death. It lasts within and among us beyond our bodily experience and existence. Father Richard Rohr writes, the risen Christ is not a one-time miracle, but the revelation of a universal pattern. Love is the energy that sustains the universe, moving us toward a future of resurrection. The love we give in this world is a seal that we set on one another's hearts. 
And that seal lasts beyond death. It cannot be quenched by waters or drowned by floods or wars. It lives like a tattoo on our arms, like a seal upon our hearts. Just think of those in your lives who have touched you with their love. Feel how that love continues to live inside you now and always. The love we give sows seeds that outlasts us. I want you to just look at the joy corner in the back of the sanctuary where our children play each week. That space is infused with the love that joy brought us while she was here with us at Chalice each week. Joy taught us that laughter, noise, and engagement with the sights and sounds of the service was okay. She taught us about being in the present moment. She taught us about unconditional love. And that love lives on in our hearts and forever here at Chalice. And Dana, we're so glad that you shared your beautiful joy with us here. That love holds a space for our children to play and express themselves freely among us here now. Now, in a moment, we will transition to our flower ceremony, and I'd like to share with you its amazing roots, the story of how this communion of hope and beauty emerged from a really dark time, how it was birthed from love. Norbert Chopik, who founded the Unitarian Church in Prague, developed the flower communion, or rather, as he preferred to call it, the flower celebration, in 1923 as an alternative to traditional communion. He called it a new experiment in symbolizing our liberty and unity, in which participants confess that we accept each other as brethren without regard to class, race, or other distinction, acknowledging everybody as our friend who wants to be good. And this ritual was brought to the United States in the 1940s by Chapek's wife, Maya, after he'd been captured and executed by the Nazis at the Dachau concentration camp. His words and ideas of universal love and acceptance threatened the Nazi regime. And on October 12, 1942, he was sent to the gas chamber. After ministering to the many in the concentration camp and before he died, Norbert Chapek wrote these words. It is worthwhile to live and fight courageously for sacred ideals. Oh, blow ye evil winds into my body's fire. My soul you'll never unravel. Even though disappointed a thousand times or fallen in the fight and everything would worthless seem, I have lived amidst eternity. Be grateful, my soul. My life was worth living. He who has pressed, he who was pressed from all sides but remained victorious in spirit is welcomed into the choir of heroes. He who overcame the fetters, giving wing to the mind, is entering into the golden age of the victorious. Chapik's vision and enduring love set a seal upon our hearts, and we celebrate this tradition throughout Unitarian Universalist congregations every year. His love was stronger than death and has last, lasted almost a hundred years now. Theologian Marcus Borg said, 
Easter is not about an afterlife or happy endings. Easter affirms that the domination systems of this world are not of God and that they do not have the final word. So today, as we face the many horrors of domination occurring around the world, we remember the power of love to outlast them all. And in the flower celebration, we honor a man whose faith in freedom was great, whose outspoken defense of liberty took him to death in a Nazi concentration camp. But we also celebrate the individual seeds of love and color that we all bring to community. These flowers that you brought here are a living embodiment of love and beauty that remind us of the power of seeds sown throughout life. But the flower celebration is more than an aesthetically pleasing ritual and celebration. It is an affirmation of our highest ideals. And Norbert Chopik's wife, Maya, put it this way. No two flowers are alike. No two people are alike. Yet each has a contribution to make. Each would help to make this world as beautiful as a colorful bouquet organized and growing into a true community. We are ready to serve one another, the nation and the world. By exchanging flowers, we signify that we are willing in the spirit of tolerance and patience to march together in search of truth, disregarding all that usually divides humankind. So, my friends, as we honor Easter and the resurrection of love, what seeds of love do you want to sow in this life to bloom into fragrant blossoms even after you pass from this earth? That, perhaps, is our true purpose in life, to sprinkle seeds of love that will grow in people's hearts long after you are no longer around. Remember Maya Angelou's words reminding us, at the end of the day, people won't remember what you said or did. They will remember how you made them feel. May we sprinkle seeds of love throughout our lives, seeds that grow into vibrant flowers and remind us all that love is indeed stronger than death. May it be so.